Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's a maximum. Taken away by Wiggs. Let's Oh, it's glorious! And it's Ward Prowse who strikes yeah. it! Stamford shot. Oh, brilliant! The Pogba. Oh, what a finish! Came out to him. Menez! Picked that one out! What a goal by Harry Kane. Saka, 2-0. Jesse Lingard. Oh, something finished! The champions of 2021 are Manchester City. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. Proudly brings to you the best prediction podcast in the world, a tad predictable. With your host, Tariwa Chanakira, and his guest, it's Guy Drinkle. It's still game week 22, and you know what that means? It's time for another brand new episode of A Tad Predictable. Guys, when we left off last episode, we covered the weekend games from Friday to Sunday. Obviously, there's still some midweek games that are to go on. So we thought we'd do a podcast just to tie up those loose ends, get our score predictions in for the midweek games that are still part of this game week. Um, And then also, you know, give you some insight and maybe this will help you guys in getting your predictions in on eprindex.com stroke predictions to stand a chance to win that prize. Um, I'm joined again by Mr. Guy Drinkle, executive producer of A Tad Predictable. Guy, last time out, we obviously gave predictions for the weekend games. We've got some midweek ones, but the game that we're meant to be starting off with, Burnley versus Watford, it's kind of still in the air whether or not that game's going to go on um, at time of recording on on Monday. Um, it, it does say you know, that the game is expected to go ahead. Um, Sean Dyche is still to do his press conference, uh, so we'll see what what transpires from there. But Thursday and Friday, Burnley only trained with 11 players. So if the game does go ahead, what do you think we can expect from this game? Obviously, Watford played Newcastle um, on the weekend, and this is kind of why we wanted to break up the podcast into two, is we at least get some insight into some of these teams that have got two games in this game week. Watford, um, for the best part of that game, were t- uh, trailing to Newcastle, eventually get that goal um, that allowed them to to get a draw in that game. What I, I don't know if we can expect too much from Burnley because if they're training with 11 players, we don't really know what shape any of them are in really. But from a Watford standpoint, um, some of the new players getting you know thrown in there into the mix um, uh, crucial point against Newcastle, especially considering where everyone is on the table. They would be coming up against a Burnley side who, if I'm Watford, I'm wanting to beat um, as well, especially you know with how difficult a time Burnley are having at the moment with getting players back. Um, you know, and and get, and we're hoping that all their players get back healthy and safe. But do you think this is a game that Watford could probably put some distance between them and? what is currently the bottom three, which is about one point behind them, but 
look, Watford do have a game in hand over Newcastle, who are two points behind them, and two games in hand over Norwich, who are one game behind them. Obviously, Norwich getting the the win, the massive win this past weekend. Uh, Guy, Watford, well, Burnley versus Watford. What what were your score predictions for this one? Just want to say, I got the Norwich one right. (laughs) 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 He's gone. Uh, But yeah, that was probably my only right prediction. Um, Yeah, it's a tough one. It looks like it probably will go ahead if if this injury table's right. They're already missing two players, but, well, if they only trained with 11, if you do the Arsenal thing, you only need one COVID case to get off. Wait, free shot. Um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's, it's a huge game. I mean, Burnley obviously have the, the, four, hand, the four games in hand on the, some, some of the tables. <laughs> so they have five on some of the table. Christ. It looks very non-league, the Premier League at the minute. Um, yeah, Watford is such a strange team. Like they have no defense, but obviously they bought in them three players who uh, DM centre back and left back, isn't it? So we'll obviously see if they make a change to the team. But Newcastle and Burnley—it's not exactly the most testing front lines to come up against. But Burnley, without well, to be fair, Chris Wood, Chris Wood only scored three goals, didn't he? So. Obviously, he's important in the way they play as being a focal point and then having what one of the smaller forwards off them. But I mean, he's not—he has not exactly going to outscore Evidra the way he was playing this season. Jay Rodriguez, um, not the same player he was from probably Southampton days. Obviously, maybe even the early Burnley days. And I think Ashley Barnes is one of the injured ones, so they're obviously missing the focal point there. But um, yeah, it, it's a. Uh, it's a strange one. It's a strange one. I'd say Watford are favourites just because their attack's so important. I'll go 2-1 Watford. Yep, 2-1 to Watford in that one. And yeah, as we're kind of alluding to here, I think it would be a tough ask for Burnley to get anything from this game. If they, if they can get something from this game, considering just the chaos that is happening there at the moment, um, not knowing what shape the players are going to be in, not knowing if the team they do put out there will have any sense of chemistry, um, you know, whether they play together in, in an official match or maybe behind closed doors or something. It really is a, a testing time for Burnley. Um, I've gone with the 2-0 Watford win. Um, I, I think this is going to be a game where Dennis fantasy owners are going to be really pleased with him. I was really impressed. Um, obviously, he came off. Um, he he was able to start the game. Jao Pedro this time around usually was coming off the bench. Every time I've seen him and and I've watched a game that he's involved in, he continues to impress me. And if, if they can keep that front line of Joshua King, Jao Pedro, and Emmanuel Dennis as a as a focal three, have the solidity of that midfield that they 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 had. Um, you know, on the weekend, I think they could start to build something really, really decent and and try and move further up the table. So, yeah, it's promising for Watford, and I think this result will help spearhead them going forward. Um, Guy, unfortunately for the teams that are coming up next, when we speak about trying to get results that spearhead you going forward, um, it's Brighton versus Chelsea. Obviously, Brighton having that draw against Crystal Palace uh, last time around. I mean, they missed a penalty 
and then their goal came from an own goal. Um, this is Brighton. Obviously, that goal coming in the 87th minute of the game. <sighs> I thought they played good football. I thought they created enough chances and, and should have maybe definitely you know, scored a lot more than they did. If you're looking at the two teams, I mean, Palace, if I remember correctly, only had one shot on target in that I game. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and and Brighton kind of dominated the game in terms of possession, um, chances that were created. They sort of just passed Crystal Palace off the park, I thought. But ends up being a 1-1 where, you know, it looked like Brighton were going to be losing that game and weren't going to be able to break down Crystal Palace. It, it was a fun game for a Friday night game, a, a feature game that was uh, standing alone. And then the feature game for Saturday, especially the first part of Saturday, it's Man City versus Chelsea. It ends 1-0. Um, I'm not sure many people would have predicted a, a 1-0 just off the bat, but what did you think of Chelsea in that game and then maybe Brighton in in, in their game the night before? And how do you think that shapes up for for this match? I mean, Brighton like having the ball, but so do Chelsea. Is, is there going to be some sort of clash here on who who can dictate the tempo of the game? Quite possibly. I think I didn't watch the games. I think Liverpool were playing at the same time. But when Brighton and Chelsea drew the other week, I, I, I'm sure I heard Basuma just took over the game. Obviously, he's missing because he's at Afcon, but. Brighton have shown they can dominate a game against Chelsea. Obviously, it helps having your best midfielder available. But it, Chelsea have not been in good form in the Premier League. Obviously, they've won in cups against Tottenham and, and, and stuff like that. But they are missing a few players. And, I mean, most of them are defensive. Obviously, Reese James has probably been their one of their biggest weapons, if not their biggest weapon this season. Ben, ben Chilwell's probably been the second biggest weapon. Um, but missing your goalkeeper, Christensen, Chalabar, maybe not starters, but I mean, Mendy's obviously starter, but the two centre backs maybe starters, um, or certainly options. It it just it just kind of makes it difficult. But Chelsea against City, they should have won that game. They they, they should have won that game. I mean, the decision making from Lukaku in certain points, Ziyech was an abomination. Um, it's just a, such a strange game. I mean. Lukaku makes good... The misuse of Lukaku is just very strange from a coach like Tuchel. He, he's just not a target man. You should have learned that at United. He's just not... Because he's massive, it doesn't mean he's a target man. He's a player who should be doing the running behind. He's got good movement. He's obviously a good, a decent finisher. Um, but yeah, they, they kind of use him as a big lump. Um, it's just very strange, but I, I think Chelsea need to tinker with the attack. I mean, Ziyech... He's done nothing to prove why he should be at Chelsea. I mean, it should be Mount... Uh, Mount, Lukaku, Werner, probably? Unless I'm forgetting some. But then, you got, then you're not playing Havertz. So you've got 70-odd mil, 80-odd mil. It's very tough to figure out, but I think you just got you got a soldier on with Lukaku. I think you got to play Mount, and ha- Mount or Havertz and then Werner just simply for the pace and running in, running in behind. But I think Werner could... Link up play. I mean, maybe Havertz is the one who can link the play. Maybe you got to play like a diamond or something. Play a mount behind them as a two, and then Havertz can hold up the play for Lukaku. It's just a very strange, unbalanced attack for Chelsea. But it, you have to say Chelsea are favourite for the game. But I say that with no confidence. It's just because Brighton are missing their best player, probably the best two players with Lewis Dunk. 
I'll go two one Chelsea, but I, I say that with zero confidence. Back to back and scores there for Guy Drinko and his predictions. Um look, I, I think this one's going to be a really, really interesting game and you know, I know, you know, sort of peaking a little bit lower on the schedule, there's a Leicester versus Tottenham game um, that's on the schedule there. But I actually think this is my game of those midweek games. Uh, we'll discuss Leicester versus Tottenham a bit later on. But I'm just fascinated by what response we get from Chelsea. Because this, remember, this is still a really, really good Chelsea side. If If not for a Man City side that's, you know, head and shoulders above the, the the just the depth and quality that the Premier League has ever seen, really. I mean, looking at what they're able to do season after season, Chelsea would still be in a title race. In any other season, Chelsea would still be in a title race. In some season, they'll still be leading the league. Um, so it's still a very impressive side, and it'll be interesting to see how they react. Against the Brighton side, who... Um, Guy, it's it's go it's kind of going back towards that Brighton side that's doing everything but scoring the goal. Um, obviously, I mean a, a missed penalty is a huge, huge opportunity to try and um, get ahead in that game and and resolve uh, that issue of scoring goals. But against a Chelsea side who are already very difficult to score against, I've, I've found that especially with that back um, three, and and I, I guess that's the sacrifice that Tuchel's making up front is to say, at least we're not going to concede goals. Um, they've only conceded 17 goals this season, which is bar Wolves and Man City, the best in the league. So third best in the league. They're, uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm struggling to see where Brighton get their goal. And, you know, just to make it quirky, I'm going to go back-to-back 2-0s uh, to the away team here. So we've got back-to-back 2-1s from you. I'm going to go back-to-back 2-0s to the away team here. I'm worried that Brighton's attack at the moment just isn't firing and it's going to come unstuck in in this game against the Chelsea side that rarely leaks goals. Um, But, Guy, we'll move on to two teams that, I do think do league goals and do have a mistake in their defence um, in terms of Tottenham and Leicester City, more so Leicester City. I mean, they've got conceded 33 goals this season, which is up there with uh, some of the other teams that are not doing too well. But Leicester find themselves in 10th place. Tottenham also find themselves in, tenth, in, in 6th place. But they've both played the same amount of games, 18 games, which is um, quite a fair few off of I mean, if you just look at Man City, the league leaders, they've played 22 games already. So two teams that are looking to play some catch up here and and try and get some points on the board and move up the table for Leicester City. A couple of games that they've not been able to play of of, of late, whether rhythm is going to be an issue for them, that's going to be interesting to see. And then Tottenham, I guess they did play the Carabao Cup game last week in a midweek game. So it's kind of a, a week on week off thing for, for them. Um, the controversial North London derby postponement happened this weekend. But God, what can we expect from this game? I'm, I'm, I'm expecting a more in sync in rhythm Tottenham than a, a Leicester side who have had so many games go off of late that. I'm I'm leaning towards Tottenham here, and it seems like it's going to be a weekend for the away teams, uh, um, or a, a midweek 
for the away teams here because I'm very much leaning towards the side that's been playing together. Um, obviously, they've also had fixtures go um, awry and be postponed and all of that. But at least they've played the most recently. Maybe weren't happy with the scoreline in, in those Carabao Cup games against Chelsea. But there mm-hmm. is some sort of match fitness chronic load that has been established there. What do you think of Leicester versus Tottenham? Leicester are missing 11 people. <laughs> this, is going yeah, be, yeah. this is going to be a mad game. Um, I have no idea who will play for... Like I can't even be bothered reading it. Um, that's just a mess. Um, I think a lot depends on Spurs, obviously, obviously, because they're half the game. But missing Son, we kind of went through this in the last one. Harry Kane's been terrible this season. Even under Conte, he's been a bit better, but... That's not very hard, considering how bad he was playing. I think a lot depends how if Eric Dyer... Listen to the words I'm saying. If Eric Dyer <laughs> is fit, if, uh, Romero's apparently close to being back. Um, and I think this was for the North London derby, the percentages um, Premier Injuries is given here. So maybe they're closer to fitness. But I think the attack for Spurs hasn't been really working without Son. Obviously, Son, Kane, Moore, I think, have been the go-to. Uh, I think Bergvine's been back to fit is back to fitness. I, I know he's been rumored to be on the out, but maybe needs must while Son's out. Maybe you go Bergvine Mora behind behind Kane, and instead of Lacelso, or they change and go to a three five two or something like that. But I do agree. I mean, I'm not sure when the last time Le- Leicester put was it was it us was it Liverpool? No, I can't. It can't have been. Uh, Could very well have been. Oh my god! It was like a year, well, it literally was a year ago. <laughs> sure, yeah, I mean I, they had the FA Cup game against oh, yes. um, Watford, yeah, yeah, yeah. but in the yeah, league, yeah, yeah. in terms of yeah, in the league, yeah, definitely. God, that's very odd. Um, yeah, so I, I do agree. I think I have to go but again, similar to Chelsea. Just no confidence in the prediction, but Tottenham have well not eleven people missing, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is obviously helpful. Two. I almost went two one again there, but that's oh, it's, it's just dare. not it's just not probable, is it? I'll go three one Spurs. Okay, we're upping the ante here yeah. from two ones to three ones. We've added a goal there. Um, yeah, Leicester's squad will be interesting in terms of who they can bring in. It's kind of similar to what we mentioned with Burnley, where it's it's very difficult to to try and assess how they're going to perform in this game, not knowing or having an idea of majority of the players that are going to play. It's it's, it's a flip of the coin at this point in time. Whereas Spurs, um, yeah, I think um, my prediction, as I alluded to earlier, is heavily influenced by just having played more recently and, and being in more of a rhythm than the other team. Um, and having more of the players that played the previous game also playing in this game and, and trying to continue that synergy. I mean, Romero did train this week, uh, this weekend as well. So he looks to be edging a lot closer to starting. Whether he starts will be interesting. Um, maybe this might be the game to start him against a Leicester City side that might not have, um, peak fitness levels in them. It, it might slow the game down enough for Romero to just, Get his legs underneath him and, and and get going again. So yeah, could could be interesting to see if he if he does get a start in this one. In terms of score predictions, 
I've gone with a 1-0 Spurs win. <laughs> I, I, it feels weird having spoken so so highly of, you know, the team chemistry and, and having a, a, a starting lineup that would have played together versus this Leicester City unknown squad that's going to pitch up. I just haven't seen that side of Spurs yet, that 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 firing, scoring goals for fun Spurs. It's been tough sledding for them in terms of getting goals um, under Conte so far. And you mentioned, I mean, Kane is spearheading the attack, but he's 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 not getting too many goals at the moment um, to the detriment of my fantasy team. Don't don't even ask why he's in my fantasy team. They, they, there was a day when I threw him in, and, and now Damn. I'm kind of stuck with him at the moment. Um, I, I don't want to lose too many points. Um, but, yeah, I've gone 1-0. Um, Guy, is, is the last game of the midweek fixtures going to give us a score more exciting than the 1-0 I've given here? It's Brentford who came unstuck against Liverpool last time out uh, on Sunday. They lost 3-0 to Liverpool against Man United who were ahead against Aston Villa. And Aston Villa obviously clawed their way back into that game, getting a draw 2-2. Uh, Ronaldo wasn't fit for the, for that game on the weekend will he be back for this he, he thought he was going to be back for the villa game so maybe just a little bit extra time to prepare um and and get his body right means he he's ready for this brentford game but are you expecting a performance from brentford i mean it, it at the beginning of the season i would have been more confident in burnley pull in, in brentford pulling off a surprise here but of late, they've been very leaky at the back. Their set pieces aren't great in terms of defending set pieces. And I'm looking at Harry Maguire and saying, if he starts, he's got at least a goal in him in this one. Um, what are your thoughts? I kind of agree. I mean, Brentford was so impressive at the start of the season. I mean, the way they played against Liverpool the first game, um, it, it, you just I haven't really seen that from them since. I've, they've had good performances like against Chelsea and I think City and stuff like that, but just the way they literally battered Liverpool that first game, I've just not seen that from them. Now, if they played like that, they'd win. They absolutely monster Man United the way they're playing at the minute, but they're just they're just not. Um, I mean, both teams have just been terrible, <laughs> absolutely terrible. But United are a better terrible that doesn't make sense but well let's roll with it we'll uh, roll with it yes united have better players but are also terrible and suffer from two well three years of awful coaching and then hiring someone to make people run who don't want to run it doesn't really work but yeah i think ronaldo should be back i think it says hopefully for the game on wednesday in his last press conference uh Mm, 1-0 United. I don't think this will be a good game. I think both teams are just playing awfully at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> very, very interesting. And, and your score prediction for that one? 1-0 to Man U. For the people at the back? 1-0 uh, there for, for Man United. Um, I think 2-0 Man United. I'm going to end off. I'm, I've, I've got... Two of my three games so far were two nils. It's only fair that I end with a two nil in this one. I'm surprised you didn't go two one. Uh, Guy Drinkle there, you nearly did. Yeah, look, um, yeah, I've I've gone two nil. I think United do bounce back in this one, and 
I don't think Brentford, having played Liverpool and then playing um, Man United, does them any favours. I think a, a lot of legs would have been taken away from them in that Liverpool game with how Liverpool played, especially in that second half. So it will be tough sledding for them. And I think they play Wolves um, on the weekend. I think I was on a podcast with a, a Wolves fan who who mentioned that they're playing them next um, after that. So it, it's a really, really tough period for Brentford in terms of fixtures. Um, but yeah, I, I think the suffering continues, at least in the immediate future, with a 2-0 Man United win to end off the midweek. And that is going to do it for another episode of A Tad Predictable. Guy, do you have anything you want to plug, put over, or promote before we wrap up? Uh, we just did the match ratings for Liverpool v Brentford. Um good listen if you're a Liverpool fan go check out uh, Anfield Index Pro obviously yeah, Anfield Index on the free side as well uh, probably revamping a few things over there in the, in the coming weeks so keep uh, keep, an up, uh, keep a look on uh, Anfield Index awesome stuff and guys from my end uh, do go check out all of the content on EPLindex.com um, match previews match reviews player performances and especially during the transfer window if you want to keep up to date with all of the transfer news definitely go check that out of course there's the daily podcast show the two-footer podcast with dave hendrick finally also check out our flagship show that runs weekly it's the epl roundtable where kev devries sits down from panelists from respective epl teams they do reviewings and previewings of the happenings around the epl that show is usually taped on sunday so it should be out now for you guys at time of listening of this one and and this week the discussion was on the Rafa Benitez um sacking by Everton where Everton can go in you know in the immediate future uh there were also discussions with regards to our clubs starting to abuse the the rule of postponing games and then some club specific questions as well i obviously know that because i, I always listen every week but this week i was on um epr roundtable as well so i was one of the panelists there so that was good fun um guys follow this show's twitter page at eight a tad predictable follow at epr index on twitter subscribe to epr index podcast channel on your podcast providers give us five stars write some positive comments if you guys feel so inclined i can't say enough how much that helps us out uh go sign up for the free score predictions competition it's eplindex.com stroke predictions and you stand a chance to win all you have to do is get your game week predictions in at eplindex.com stroke predictions each week if you top the leaderboard come the end of the 21 22 epl season you stand a chance to win a hundred pound voucher for epl index shop which has some really nifty stuff going up there i know I, I was scanning through there um, yesterday and they've added a few more things to a few products as well. So definitely go check that out. You also get a £300 cash prize uh, from our awesome sponsors, Liberty Shield VPN. And this podcast is presented by EPLindex.com in association with Liberty Shield. Liberty Shield is a VPN provider and you can check out their services at LibertyShield.com. Uh, you can save with a new coupon code for Liberty Shield. It's EPL599. That's EPL599. This one is valid until the 31st of January. So do get that one in as soon as you can, guys and girls. It will discount a monthly software subscription. 
that's bought on Liberty Shield's website, buy £5.99, which means that you will get your standard 48-hour free trial. And then you get your first month of VPN for only £1. Uh, it will obviously revert back to the full price, £6.99 um, £6. per month after the first month. Um, but you can log in and cancel at any time before the full subs kicks in. Uh, Liberty Shield has awesome features, including privacy and security. You get to hide your IP address from anyone, hackers, for example, by encrypting your internet traffic. You can avoid geo blocks and government imposed restrictions to access any website. I know these midweek games are going to be broadcast on BT Sport. For those that only have Sky and they don't have BT Sport, perfect opportunity to get Liberty Shield in, you don't have to worry about dodgy streams and, 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 you know, pixelated streams and adverts popping up left, right and center. Um, you just log on, you, you download that, uh, Liberty Shield app. You use that to view any websites, any, um, TV channels. I know, for example, this weekend's games, all of this weekend's games, I watched it through. South Africa's Supersport uh, channels because they show every single Premier League game live on Supersport in South Africa. And me being in London, the Liverpool game was not on TV, but I had full HD on my TV, no buffering, no mix between the commentary and what's showing live on the TV. It's it's just so hassle-free. And then obviously, you guys know me well. I love my NFL American football. And it is super wildcard weekend and the playoffs are on at the moment. So I got to watch all of the playoff games. Um, commiserations to Cowboys fans. My wife's a Cowboy fan. She was not happy with, with what transpired towards the end of that game. But yeah, guys, um, I've been to the Ochenakira. You can find me on Twitter at Tad Predicts. Um, we have the brand new intro. A huge thank you to Obi Semenya. He's at John Empire SA. Our producer behind the glass, Mr. Guy Drinkle. He's at Guy Drinkle on Twitter. Next week, we've or this coming week, um, to preview this weekend's games uh, that start from on Friday, we've got Jake Jackman coming in. So it's going to be fun to have Jake back in. He's going to record with us in the coming days, and you guys can expect that podcast. But until then, remember, Chisinga Perry. Take it away by Wicks. Let's see it! It's glorious! Toward Browsey, strikes it! Bamford shot. Oh, brilliant! The Pogba! Oh, what a finish! Came out to hit Menez! Pick that one out! What a goal by Harry Kane! Saka, 2-0. Jesse Lingard, oh, thumping finish. The champions of 2021 are Manchester City. Sports Social Podcast Network.